Okay, we're recording now. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good one. <laughs> oh, dear me. Okay. Right, are you ready? I am. Right, let's go. Blessed are the kings, for they will inherit the world. Hello, blessed geeks, and welcome to episode episode twenty. Episode twenty. We've nearly done two years worth of episodes. <laughs> We've doubled ten. <laughs> we have. Ten was a milestone. I mean, we so haven't yet. We, 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 we we're doubling ten. We're in the process of doubling ten. And and you've come up with a name. I have, but Just first like, of all, mm. with me, David, and the hand. Hello. Hello, the hand. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. You? Good. Yeah, I'm all right. Good. No, I hurt my shoulder. Yeah, you mentioned. I, hurt, I didn't yeah. care back then. No. I don't care much now. Oh. oh what did you do to it? I went to the gym. Right. That was it. Okay. I mean, literally, I was leaving the house and it just twinged. Oh, uh, well, at least you were. At least, oh, you it twinged when you left the house. As I, as I left the house. Oh, so not the gym. Walking across the drive. Oh, uh, walking across the drive. To go it. to the gym. Yeah, well, it's, it, it's not in the gym. It just I mean, twinged. It happens at the gym, makes it sound like you're doing some big, big weights, but no, you were just. Walking. I was walking, you were walking along the drive. It's all right. It makes me feel better <laughs> about putting my sock on. And having to uh, visit the hospital for some pills to, <laughs> to fix my back. How is your back? Better. You see, you seem, you seem a bit more, uh, a bit bouncier. Yeah, no, it, it, it's much better. Thank it you. Is. That's that's good. Yeah, no, that's nice welcome. that you show concern. Oh, after I do. I, didn't. I yeah. do because you, you you were a bit Quasimodo. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <It> The quasi came out of me. <laughs> the quasi came out. We'll put it away because you get arrested. Okie dokie. Yeah, we have a name. Cool. Did you uh, come up with a name at all? Nothing good. Oh. I got I got stuck on... 20, 20th Century Fox would not get out of my head. Mm. So it wasn't good enough. That. It That's copyright infringement. Well, it would have been... <laughs> 20th Century Blessed Geeks. <laughs> Tw- <laughs> well, I was going with 20th Episode Fox. Which is, okay. Mm, no, mm-hmm. it's not good. Yeah. So... You've come up. I have. Well, today's episode, um, because obviously back in November, um, Stanley died. Um, The great, you know, Uncle Stan, Stan the Man, Stan Lee, um, who was basically Marvel. (laughs) Basically, let's be honest. Um, He died and we wanted, we'd already recorded our November episode. um, So we didn't want to just sort of shoehorn a, uh, a thing in for Stanley, and then last episode uh, was three hours long, mm. and that was just two hours of moon landing argument. <laughs> um, so uh, we weren't going to um, shoehorn it in there. So what we've decided to do is dedicate this entire episode basically to Stanley. In that um, in that vein, for that reason, I've 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 come up with this name. I think it's pretty good. I'm right. really chuffed. Um, Episode 20, episode Excelsior, with two X's, <laughs> Roman, numerals, no, yeah, Roman no. numerals 20. And it's on point. It I, is. I, I like that. Excelsior. That's good, well done. 
Is that good? Am I? Do I win? Well, yeah. Under these circumstances, what do you, mean? you can have a win. That's, a, that's good. Would have been good for episode ten. But he didn't die then. No, he didn't. No, but is, it's good. It's, it, it works. Episode Excelsior to Exes. Yeah, it's good. Of, yeah, it's it's very good. It's well better done. Than what you come yeah, up with. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Copyright infringement. It's, it's better. Well, episode copyright infringement. That's didn't what you come didn't up. he copyright that phrase? No, no. It, 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 it's 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 a, it's a Latin word, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, it's a, it means onward. Oh no, you're you're uh, yes, you're right. You're right. It's also it's New York's. uh, It is New York's thing. But yeah, he yeah, yeah, quite right. That's where he got the idea, I think. But it's just a Latin. You know, you can't copyright. It's like copywriting the. No, I I concede the. Oh, you can't say that. Why not? It's in that book. You can't. No. Shut up. Right. um, Okie dokie. So that's uh, yeah. Episode Excelsior. Excelsior. I just, I just want to keep saying it. Excelsior. 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 We just hold the X. Yeah. Should we do some nerd splurge? Yes. Let's go. <laughs> um, who's going first? I have five. Contrary oh, to what I said okay. earlier. One, two, three, four. One, two, three. I've got four. Oh, well, I go first, you which go means first. that the ones we've got the same of, yep. I get first hit. Brilliant. <laughs> Not for, for, the, for the record, we don't actually do these together. Anyone who's new to the show, which is you, um, <laughs> we, yeah, we, we, we do our notes and everything individually, and then we find out when we come to record that we've got the same stuff. Yeah. Sean looks at my notes. This that's not true. I I, I don't get here till the morning. Um, to look at my notes. No. Right. Stan Lee's first foray into comic book writing was a two-page Captain America Captain America comic entitled Captain America Foils the Traitor Reve- Traitor's Revenge for Timely Comics. It was the first time Captain America ever threw his shield. Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was the first time he threw his shield. But, yep. Yep. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, he. Um, yeah. I mean, I won't. I won't add much to that because I'm going to in a minute. Oh, unless, okay. Unless cool. you do. Oh, maybe we'll see um, who gets there first. Around that. Uh, Stanley's real name uh, was Stanley Martin Lieber, but he used the pen name Stan Lee because he had ambitions of writing a novel, and he didn't want the fact that he wrote comics to put people off buying it. Ah. Yeah, comics were frowned upon. I knew that he uh, changed his name, but I never found any reason for it. That's yeah, well, there you go. Now you know. And there's a rhyme for Speaking you. of names, right? as, a, as an avid uh, Marvel fan, hmm. you will know uh, what the, the Hulk's name is. Yep. The character's name. And his name is? Which, which one are we going for? Well, the one we see in the movies and the the, the, the current films. Sure, Bruce, Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner. What would you say otherwise out of interest? Well, in the eighties, it was David Banner. Oh right, no, Bruce Banner. Um, but you're wrong. You're yeah, clearly I'm, wrong. Yeah. Um, according to uh, Fantastic Four issue number twenty-five, um, actually his name is Robert Bruce Banner. Um, so, as you said earlier, Stan Lee pretty much was Marvel. He was writing all of the, um, the scripts for the comics uh, and to keep a tra- track of their names, 
so he didn't forget, he'd make them alliterative. Mm -hmm. However, there are many names beginning with B, one of which is Bob. So <laughs> Bruce Banner uh, became, <laughs> became Bob Banner. Uh, and in a follow-up comic, he had to explain how, uh, well, actually, his full name is Robert Bruce Banner. He prefers to go by Bruce. <laughs> so, really, his name is Robert Bruce Banner. Excellent. Fantastic. Stan Lee's first writing job, do you know what it was? Yes, he... Uh, oh, okay. oh, no, I was <laughs> thinking of the comic. Oh, no, no, no. His first writing job was writing obituaries for his local newspaper. Yes. Yeah. That must have been fun, eh? Oh, I bet. I mean, could you imagine Stan? I bet, I bet he, you know, elaborated a bit. Well, back then, no internet. What if it's someone he'd never heard of? Well, it would have been, wouldn't it? Huh? Even today, it tends to, you know, if you're writing obituaries for a local newspaper, was you it won't a local newspaper? It I thought it was celebrities. No, I thought it was local oh, newspaper. local newspaper. So, yeah. Imagine having to find I mean, out It was only about, about what, 16? So think, it wouldn't have... Yeah, that's true. Having to find out about local... Yeah, I mean, oh, Ethel's dead. <laughs> Sam Raimi... How do you say his name? Raimi. Sam Raimi apologised to Stan Lee for giving him such a short cameo with no lines in Spider-Man. Stan Lee said, and I imagine this was all in good humour, that he resented the role because it didn't give me a chance to show the full power of all my acting. <laughs> I had a long talk with the director after that. <laughs> yeah, that was, I think that was probably a, <laughs> a, little, bit of, a little bit of fun there. Oh, brilliant. He did get speaking roles after that. He did, so. he did. In 1958, Timely Comics was set to close until Stan Lee was paired with Jack the King Kirby, who can, you know, is a heavyweight in the comics industry, to produce a superhero team to rival DC Comics' Justice League of America. Do you know what this team was? I'm torn between two. I'm going to say... Uh, not that one. The other one. Not Fantastic. Yes, Fantastic, oh, fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. It was the Fantastic Four. You were going to say X-Men originally. Do you have um, this little additional nerd splurge here, perhaps, okay. on that point? Do you have anything about Fantastic Four, The Wedding? Um, I, I in, my, in my original notes I did, but in these notes I don't remember. So you... Uh, Is it you a nerd just... Do you have a nerd splurge on it? Oh, not a nerd right. no. So, um, the only time Stan Lee has played, uh, or sorry, the first time Stan Lee played an actual character from the comics as one of his cameos was in Fantastic Four 2, Rise of the Silver Surfer, during the wedding of um, Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible mm -hmm. Lady. Um, invisible, girl. invisible Girl, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. He Susan. and uh, Steve Kirby arrived mm. to... I always I work with someone called Steve Kirby. <laughs> Jack. Jack Kirby. Yeah. He and Jack Kirby. Um, Steve Ditko. There's a there's free shout out to someone. <laughs> he and Jack Kirby turn up to um, crash the wedding party. Mm -hmm. uh, they also did that in the comics. Yes. Well, no. Um, I know what you're saying, but this this is actually quite sad. Oh. In the comics. Um, uh, uh, Jack Kirby and 
Stanley. <laughs> you got me doing it. I now. know. Uh, Stanley and Jack Kirby uh, turn up to the wedding of Sue Storm and Mr. Fantastic. Yep. Um, to for their wedding, and they get turned away. In um, Fantastic Four Two, um, Silver Surfer. Stan Lee turns up, Jack Kirby doesn't, because the sad thing is Jack Kirby died 13 years before they made that film. Otherwise, mm. you can, yeah, he, he, he would have, and I think, I think that's really sad, because they, they, they were in the comics, Yeah. but then when it came to, you know, when they, oh. Oh, okay, so it's yeah. just, oh, I didn't realise that. I think he died, yeah, I believe it was, 19, it was 13 years. He died 13 years before oh, I made the film. That's a shame. Really, yeah. Stan Lee... Oh, you got more? Well, yeah, that was just a bonus one at the end of yours. Oh. Well, you've got more, haven't you? No, you've, you've only done three. Splurge. You've done three. One, two, three. Yeah, but you nicked one, didn't you? Oh, sorry about that. I've got two more. Yeah, what? Oh. For Stan. <laughs> Stan Lee's wife, Joan Lee, cameoed with him in X-Men Apocalypse. They stand in each other's arms, seeing the nuclear missiles launched by Apocalypse. Nice. Um, and the last one, as well as filming his cameo for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Stan Lee also filmed three other cameos at the time due to failing health. Um, so there might be footage out there for upcoming movies. You don't know whether they've got a couple of times. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be... Um... They've got to get him in, like have his picture on the wall in the background, or yeah, you know, there'll be there'll be some reference to him. There, there every, has there yeah. has to be a reference. I would prefer it not to because Disney are playing a lot with the whole make, faces making people look younger. What's yeah, to say no, they can't let's put not face do that. Up. Yeah, exactly. No, Something no, 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 tasteful. No. Each yeah. movie. Yeah, just have his, his picture in the background, or, or even like you know, um, have them walk past a building and it's just like you know Uncle Stan's greasy spoon something like that you know just a a reference that's fine okay cool so that was Nerd Splurge Um, do you remember Skew My Whiff I remember the name I can't remember the last one we did it was similar to Nerd Splurge Um, basically we present each other oh no with um, three um, facts um, three alleged facts. Oh, okay. And we ha- and the other person has to say whether one of them is a lie, and which one, or two of them are a lie, and which two. Either which one is a lie or which, which one, one is, is true. true. Yeah. Right. I haven't done anything. You haven't this. done anything. Brilliant. Was I supposed to? Yeah. Well, it would have been nice well, if you, I could you, have you, taken part. But you okay. Well, you should have presented me with what it was. I I said to you ages ago, let's just bring back Skew My Whip. Oh, right, okay. Ages ago. What, before? Yeah, how no, many episodes ago? After the last one. Right. Mm. right. Mm. I got a text yesterday saying we'll be doing Skew My Whip. Yeah, I, as a reminder. So you did get right. the text yesterday. Well, I did get that text, but I right. didn't know what Skew My Whip was. I well, thought, did, I you thought didn't think was, to ask? It, you didn't think to tell me? I thought you knew. I think if he doesn't know, right. he'll ask. It didn't even tell me what we're covering in blimmin' um, fortress. No, review corner of solitude. I did last last episode. We said. How did we? Yes, yes. Oh, I've got oh you're you're just no. You do, do you want a pen? Do you want to make some notes? No. I think you probably should. No. You need to start no. making notes so that you know what to do next. Anywho, right? Skew my whiff. Um, okie dokie I want to know which of these is true or which of these is false okay okay ready here's number one Spider-Man 
was created before Iron Man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number two. Hulk was created before Namor. Number three. X-Men was created before Black Panther. This is quite an easy one. Is it? Mm. Well, not for me, it's not. Do you want them again? Spider-Man before Iron Man. Yep. Um, was it Thor before Namor? No, Hulk, Hulk before, before Namor. Namor. And... X-Men before Black Panther. Oh. I mean... Go on. I feel like X-Men is fairly recent. Um, so, I'll say that one is... X-Men before Black Panther is false. You think Black Panther was created before X-Men? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Any others? or? I think... Uh, mm. I don't know whether I want to say Spider-Man was created before Iron Man. Um, Hulk before Namor. I bet Hulk was before Namor. And I'm going to say... So what's, what's your answer here? Wh- which is true or which is a lie? Well, the last one's a lie. X-Men is a lie. Okay. Uh, Namor is true. Hulk before Namor. Yeah. Okay. And Spider-Man, Iron Man is... So which way around did you say it? Spider-Man was before Iron Spider-Man Man? Spider-Man before Iron Man. I'm going to have to rush you now. Oh, me. <laughs> well, um, people <laughs> I'm bored. That's right, I'll put false. some music on, shall I? Well, I, 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 why make it a feature if it's yeah, so no, dumb? Yeah, no, absolutely. False. Absolutely, no. So, right, so what are you... Uh, false, true, false. False, true, false. Okay. <laughs> Other way round. Spider-Man was before Iron Man. X-Men was before Black Panther. Hulk was not created before Namor. Namor was already a well-established character at Timely Comics, created in 1939, before Stan was anywhere near there. Similar to Captain America, he was around before Stan was Namor was around, yeah, with Captain America. Okay. Yeah. Okie dokie, right, okay. Here's the second one. Right? Okay. And the last one. I'll, I'll be quick. Oh, I just knocked my thing over. Right, okie dokie. No, take your time. No, 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 no. I don't no. Want to... I will be, I just, will be speedy. It's the, it's the silence. It's the silence. Okay. Okie dokie, right. Jack, okay, here we, here we go, right? The second one, really? Right. Is it number one? Jack Kirby had a go at co-creating Spider-Man before Steve Ditko. Number two... Stanley's first original character to be published was Spider-Man. Or three, Stanley played a primary role in the downfall of the Comics Code Authority. Two and three are... Uh, the third one is true, I'll say. Okay. Uh, what was the second one? Second one, Stanley's first original character to be published That's was false. Spider-Man. That's false, okay. I'm going to say. And the first one, uh, as a guess, I'll say false. False, false, true. No, Sean. <laughs> two, several two, episodes ago, don't you remember? We, we, we... You can't have a go at me for getting the game wrong. It wouldn't <laughs> be a game if I knew. Okay, right. Jack Kirby did have a go at co-creating Spider-Man before Steve Ditko. Don't you remember? There was that picture with Spider-Man with the gun. He had the half mask. We, we uploaded it to the Facebook group. Oh. Well, I showed it to you. about, about My some... memory not good. Episode 5, I think it was. Episode 5? That was two like two man, years five ago. Five Man, Five Man. That's a long time but, but ago. Have you no sense of continuity, boy? 
<laughs> okay, second. Stan Lee's first original character to be published was Spider-Man. You're right. That is wrong. Do you yeah. know what it was? Um, I do not. Not his original own ca- original character. Stan Lee's first original character was called the Destroyer. He debuted in 1941 in Mystic, which was a comic published by Timely Comics. He was very similar to Captain America in mm-hmm. that he um, he was a prisoner of war, and another prisoner of war gave him the Super Soldier Serum. I don't know why he didn't take it himself, but there you go. <laughs> Uh, however, um, he had no. Um, where Captain America was subjected to the the Vita rays or the Vita rays to um, sort out his to, to balance out his body and everything, um, the Destroyer was not right. Uh, the original Destroyer. This yeah. is there. There have been two uh, other two successive ones, um, but yeah. So there you go. It's basically uh, you know essentially essentially Captain America, but without the shield. Um, the third you, one. Um, Stanley played a primary role in the downfall of the Comics Code Authority. It's true. Yeah. Is this due due to the drugs misuse? It is uh, stuff. It yes, is. Do you cover this or do you want no? Me? I do not cover this. Okie dokie. Um, do you want me to explain what the comic? Go code for it. Is? I okay. just wanted to sound like I knew what was going on. I well, well done. Mission accomplished. Thank you. Um, the Comics Code Authority or the CAA. Um, an American psychiatrist, <laughs> an American psychiatrist called Frederick Wortham, Doctor Frederick Wortham, stated that children. Now, this is quite familiar. Children copied the action seen in comics, and that they should be banned. Mm. You know, like oh, you can't watch films, can't yeah. play games. Yeah. Um, and he even wrote a book about it called Seduction of the Innocent, which is still available today. As a result. The comics industry was brought to its knees and parents would destroy their children's comics. In 1954, he got his wish and the Comics Magazine Association of America created a new regulatory arm called the Comics Code Authority. You with me so far? Uh Uh-huh. Good. In order for a comic to stand any chance of being sold, it had to bear the CCA seal on the front cover. And to get that, it had to be read by the CCA, the Comics Code Authority judging panel. Parents could buy their children comics bearing the seal, safe in the knowledge that those comics had zero reference to drugs, alcohol, sex, monsters, paranormal, supernatural, gore, blood, crime, etc., etc. So basically, anything that was deemed negative or harmful to society was not allowed to be. Um, I mean, an published. awful lot of yes. that stuff is just comics. I know. Uh, I know. What were they producing during that time? And um, talking animals. Yeah. You know things like that. But yeah, um, we'll go. We'll go into um, uh, um, how Stan um, brought down the comics code or played his part in it later on. Cool. Uh, is there um, anything else you want to add? No. 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 Okay. Well, um, I just want, if if I can, in true Stanley fashion, I'd like to share the love and uh, give a shout out. Is that okay? Go for it. Um, while I've been um, researching this, and to be honest, prior to researching this, I spent a lot of time on, on the YouTubes, uh, taking a break from the Netflix and the Amazons. And I came across um, a, a new YouTube channel, which I absolutely adore. It's called NerdSync, okay? Um, and it's brilliant. NerdSync, um, N-E-R-D-S-Y-N-C. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to do it in phonetics? No. Okay. And it's hosted by... Uh, the main show is hosted by Scott. And basically, they go into all sorts of details um, about anything and everything to do with comics. Um, they talk about the Comics Code Authority. Um, it talks about um, 
well, everything really, um, analysing different things. And on one of the episodes, he mentioned uh, some of the books that he gets his information from, like when he's researching. Okay. And one of them I have to give um, a, a quick shout out to because it is absolutely amazing. It's, it's called Web Slinger, right? And it's a book... Um, based on if it's called Web Slinger, who do you think it's about? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. But what this book actually is, is it's a, a collection of essays written by um, psychiatrists, um, writers, directors, um, you know, English teachers, all that sort of thing. And it's all about um, different aspects of the Spider-Man personality and character. And they um, analyse a lot of... Um, different things with him i'm just gonna i'm um, give you an idea i mean um the first one is horror in long underwear because prior to spider-man there were a lot of horror comics all right and horror comics were banned and they're basically saying was spider-man actually based on a horror character because um steve ditko used to make his money um through drawing horror comics right and if you think about it you know, Exorcist, Poltergeist, all these sorts of films have people scrambling up walls and yeah, scurrying yeah. across the ceiling. So everything, and spiders, you know, arachnophobia is one of the greatest fears. Yeah. yeah. So when you think about it, yeah, it, yeah. it makes sense. Um, there's another one, um, um, Superman versus The Amazing Spider-Man, you know, which is the better character? Not who would win in a fight, but, you know, a- analysing the personalities and characteristics. There's one that um, compares Spider-Man to Batman, because they both have very similar origin stories, where both of them became who became their superhero characters through a death of a loved one, but Batman is very brooding and dark, and Spider-Man's quite light and and sarcastic. Yeah. Why are they so completely different when they're both you know had someone so close to them murdered? So it, it, it analyzes that, and it, it's amazing. It's what sounds cool fantastic. about is the fact that a lot of these times when you buy like um, encyclopedias on the superheroes or stuff like that, it's produced by the company that produced the characters, whereas this sounds like it's all from completely unrelated. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's um, actually... Um, I'm trying to find the uh, who wrote it. Um, it's edited by Jerry Conway and Leah Wilson. It's a web slinger, unauth- unauthorised essays on your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. Honestly, I, I would... Anyone who's at all interested in comics and is looking for something a little bit different to just reading comics, um, I definitely recommend that. It's absolutely fantastic. That's cool. How long is each sort of section? So if someone's talking about it... There's... Um, it's maybe about... Some of the some of the essays are maybe about... Um, I, I'd say they average at about 10 pages. Maybe, you know... They're, they're not... They don't go on like a chapter, like 20, 30 pages. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's one in there in particular written by a psychologist who, you know, I was reading it and I was like, oh, I, I, this, this is going on too much, mm. you know. But other than that, I mean, it's, it's still interesting, but you do... Yeah. But, yeah, it's fantastic. Um, other books I've got here, uh, On the Origin of Superheroes. Um, I've got a couple here. Uh, the Caped Crusade, Batman and the Rise of Nerd Culture. 
And this one, which I'm going to read next, is Slugfest, inside the epic 50-year battle between Marvel and DC, <laughs> which I'm really, really looking forward to. But yeah, at the moment, I've only read uh, Web Slinger, so that's the only one I can really sort of recommend, and I absolutely do. It's, it's absolutely amazing. But yeah, um, if you get the time, uh, pop on the YouTubes and have a look at NerdSync. Um, honestly, you will not regret it. The video's usually around about eight minutes long. So they don't go on too long. Okay, that's like cool. Like I am. Um, but yeah, they're, they're absolutely fantastic. You know, they talk about like Wonder Woman, why her suddenly she was wearing um, uh, long trousers um, oh. and then all of a sudden she wasn't. Uh, they talk about different aspects of different characters and, you know, is it illegal um, for to remove Batman's mask? Um, if Spider-Man is under sworn under oath, is his testimony legal because he's... he's Wearing his mask, he's hiding his identity. Yeah, all these different things. It's absolutely they, but they don't just talk about that. They talk about comics themselves and okay. Oh, brilliant! That's cool. Yeah, I really enjoy it. It's really good. As as I say, Scott is the main guy. He's on Twitter as well. But have a look at Twitter. um, You know, follow NerdSync and then find them on YouTube. And yeah, you will not regret it. Good. Nice. Thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) What? I had to get it out of my sister. I've, oh, I, I just, I've just been. When you see something you like, it's I, worth it, it's chatting true. about. I mean, I go on there. I think I've, I've got ten minutes. What's uh, cool as well is that they've told you what their source material is yeah. because you've able to, you're able to go away from that ten minutes, and now you've got something to absolutely. enjoy outside. Absolutely. Of it. I mean, I read that book inside of a week, and yeah. it's not like you know reading every day. It's just, it's one of those things you can't. You start reading it, and you you can't put it down. It's really fascinating. It cool. really is. Yeah. Um, right, should we uh, head over to the... Uh, so that, that was sharing the look. We head <laughs> don't, over... don't call it that. What? <laughs> don't call it what? Sharing the love in that voice. What voice? How did it go? Oh, I can't do it. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh do it. No. Do it. No. Do it. No, because it'll become your... Uh, it'll become <laughs> be worked into the title. Please, will no. you please do it? No. Use your own. <laughs> <laughs> in fact don't use your own it was horrible sharing the love um, okie dokie shall we go over to the review corner of solitude we can we can we can or we are we can and it's up to you whether we are okay yeah we are cool okie dokie take it away the hand right we popped to the cinema a little while ago now to see uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse um, so I'm going to give you a brief synopsis it may be a little bit spoilery. I'm avoiding what I think are the big things. Anything spoilery will be from the beginning. Yeah, um, I, I think basically it's been it's been out for a while now. Yeah. I went to the pictures the other night and I didn't see any sign of it. Right, cool. So I think yeah. if you're not seeing it by now, you, you don't care, to be honest. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. So very briefly, and I've only just typed this up, so excuse me if I get things wrong. Miles Moranis, I want to say, or is it Morales? What was the first one? Moranis. What's the second one? Morales. First one? Moranis. Second one? Morales. What was the question? Miles Morales. Liss. L-I-S. Yes. Right, yes. Yeah. Miles Morales gets superpowers. He has some of the powers... I, I'm full of confidence, bearing in mind that that was the second word, and you're, <laughs> you're going through the entire synopsis. Um, Not just the second word, the, the name of the main character. He is... He is um, he is a different Spider-Man to what we used to. We used to Peter Parker. So he gets his superpowers in a similar way to how Spider-Man usually does. 
Uh, and he has some of the powers that you'd expect of Spider-Man. He has spider sense and can crawl walls. But he also has superpowers you might be unfamiliar with, such as turning invisible and shocking people with like an electrical power. Now, there's already a Spider-Man swinging around New York, but he's killed in the opening scenes by Kingpin when he foils Kingpin's plans to open an interdimensional portal. Was it actually Kingpin? Yeah. Not Green Goblin? Nah, Kingpin. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, well, well this is why I'm doing the synopsis. Um, you'll learn Kingpin's reason for wanting to open the portal later in the film. Anyway, Spider-Man was exposed to this portal, uh, that's Peter Parker Spider-Man, and that causes alternative reality versions of Spider-Man to come into Miles Morales' dimension. Enter alternative Peter Parker Spider-Man, Spider-Woman. Can I, uh, just for simplicity, if we call Miles Morales' dimension the ultimate, Okay, universe. the ultimate. Yeah. And the other, yeah, you got Earth 616. Right. I can't remember what um, their Earth is called, so we'll just refer to it as the, the ultimate, ultimate universe. Because he's Morales the ultimate spider. Right, okay, so they come through to the ultimate universe. That includes uh, an alternative Peter Parker, uh, Spider Woman, who I think we actually know better as Spider Gwen. We do, yes. <laughs> uh, spider Man Noir, Spider Ham, and Penny Parker and her father's robot, SP slash DR. Don't know how you're supposed to say that name. Spider. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're in a race against time to stop Kingpin destroying all the alternative realities and to return to their own realities before they die because it turns out they can't survive in our reality. Well, in the ultimate uh, universe. Miles Morales, who has only just got his powers, wants to help, but doesn't have the skill set yet. That's you then follow him trying to get those skills and trying to help. Being trained up to be Spider-Man. Being trained up and sometimes just not cutting him out. While all the time, as Peter Parker does, trying to, you know, handle his family life and such things. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah... That's, that's a good summing up. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, what did you think? I liked it. I mm. would say the thing I liked most about it was how refreshing it was, given yes. it is yet another Spider-Man story. Mm. Uh, yeah. The fourth... is it? Yeah, the fourth in quite quick succession. But because we're following a new character, new powers, um, and they actually poke fun at the Peter Parker we know... And have, the six one six Peter yeah, Parker. Yeah. Um it, it it is just refreshing. It's a completely different storyline, done a completely different way. Um it's just something new that I wasn't quite expecting. Yeah, absolutely. Um and it's a fantastic cast. Really, really good cast. Um I I I owe I, I want to take this opportunity, talking about cast, to apologise. Um, the um, w- ages ago when we were talking about um, oh uh, Luke Cage, and I was going on about uh, the baddie in series one. I can't remember the actor's name, but he kept. Um, it, it was the main baddie, the gangster guy. Okay, yeah, not, not shades. No, the... he he won uh, an Oscar for. I know film, he yeah. he is brilliant in this. Is he in this? He plays. I believe he plays Prowler. 
Ah. But um, I, when I went to the pictures the other day, uh, the other night, I saw an advert with him in for for a film that he's in, and he was just phenomenal. So I really want to apologise to him. I wish I could remember his name. I, I should have uh, searched it, but I didn't. But he is a fantastic actor, and the fact that he that I was so irritated about his performance in Luke Cage <laughs> shows that yeah, I mean he uh, he is incredible. He's going to be huge. Cool. I mean, he is fantastic. So I, I do, I do want to acknowledge that. But yeah, it's a brilliant cast. Um, really, uh, and, and as you say, it's a very well-told story. It's um, just, it just, it just flows really well. There's so much, so much that happens in it. I mean, the origin doesn't happen right at the beginning. That the origin happens no. about what twenty minutes in, yeah, something like that. And then to have the rest of the film, because it, well, how long is the film? Is it like just under two hours? Yeah, I, I don't think it quite reaches two hours. No, and so so they've limited themselves to get all the rest of the stuff in in that time that's left, but they don't rush it. Yeah, it it just it just happens so smoothly, and you, you know your baddies, you got your kingpin, Green Goblin, uh, Prowler's in there, Scorpion, uh, Scorpion, Doc Ock. It, yeah. Very nearly a Sinister Six, not the Sinister Six, yeah. but you know a Sinister Six of sorts. Tombstone, Tombstone, yeah. Tombstone's in it, um, and it's a storyline. Do you know so... who plays Tombstone? No, um, there is a nerd to blush for you. I can't remember his name, but <laughs> <laughs> the guy who played uh, Sabretooth in uh, oh, Wolverine really? Oranges. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I did know his name. Can't remember Sabretooth. Now, yeah. Um, that's cool. And what I would say is that the storyline they've got, obviously, Spider-Verse, multiple dimensions, very easy. That's the wind outside. Probably. Is that the wind outside? It, it is absolutely blowing a gale. Blimey. Sorry, uh, you carry on. Um, very easy storyline to do badly. Yes. Um, so they were up against it, I think, um, which, again, just makes it all the more refreshing. I think something that's very important to acknowledge about this film, and it would be a huge... A huge um, catastrophe, uh, is that the word? Not to mention it, is the sheer brilliance of the animation. Yes. The artwork, the animation, it is, I mean, it's, it's, it's visual diabetes is what it is. It's diabetes on the cinema screen, I think. It's just nectar. It, it it's very nice. It's very well done. So it's it's comic book style yeah. essentially, isn't it? You've got. I mean, um, you can even see like the the little um, sort of what would be the dimples on the page you from know? like the printer. Yeah, uh, yeah. And and what's what's also really nice is the different characters have different animations. Like Peter Porker, Spider Ham, is very cartoony, very like you know sort of Looney Tunes, Warner Brothers, yeah. uh, cartoony. Um, what's her name? Penny Penny Parker. And her robot spider um, are very anime, you yeah. know. And you know, you've got, as I say, Miles Morales, who's a bit more comic book. You've got the six one six Spider Man, who's more like you know you would expect. It but to still, be. but still comic booky. Yeah, but I mean, all these different styles all come together in, in one in one what would be I was going to say in one cell, um, in one frame. You've got. All this this variety of animation, you know, all, yeah. and it's just brilliant. Well, what is really nice, I I, I thought uh, like on thinking back on it, is that quite often the homage that's paid to the comic book writers, the by, homage, 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 <laughs> whatever, 
trying to make a nice point here. <laughs> the homage. The what is it? <laughs> give, give me the word. What word would you like me to use? <laughs> homage. Homage. The homage that's paid. <laughs> The respect that is shown to um, the comic book writers usually by the movies, respecting the source material, doing a great job of it. Actually, what kind of gets left out are the artists, perhaps, when it's put in a a live action film. Um, And even in cartoons, the cartoons you see, they don't necessarily look like what you get in the comics. So this just feels like... It actually acknowledging that it's not just about script writing. The pictures tell a story as well. Yeah. That's how you go from frame to frame to frame in a comic book mm. and actually can visualise it in your head. So I thought it was a nice sort of um, showing respect to the, the artists as well as, you know, writers. Absolutely. Which, which yeah. was quite nice. Brilliant. Uh, so it, was, it was All in all, it was very entertaining... Um, and I'm excited for the sequel. You see, one of the things I liked about it is that it didn't set up. It could have a sequel. It does set up for a sequel, but it doesn't need one. It is, I think it is a nice standalone film. I, th- I think they'd, they'd be silly not to do a sequel. Because I, th- I think that's where everything's pointing out. I mean, it, it ends where uh, Spider-2099... Is I mean this is this is the post credit scene so it's not anything one to of do the best the... scenes in the film. Yes, absolutely. Um, but it's like it, it, it's there. It, it's you know you know it's going to happen, and the whole thing with Gwen, you know you know you know there's going to be there has to be a sequel. It'd be stupid not to do a sequel. Look at the money it's made. They're going to do a sequel. And do you think it'll be dimensions crossing over again? Or do it you has think to be. It's the Spider Verse. It's yeah. Spider Verse two. It has to be. You know, dimension across dimensions whether they'll all be in it again whether yeah. they'll introduce others like um spider britain i think people would punk. be hungry for them to introduce others i would like them to do a spider noir film right yeah but a spider noir film on his own on his own so not cross dimensions no i, I think he should have because have that's what i was thing. wondering are they could have they just introduced us to People that can be in their now standalone films, or would they want to do a cross dimension thing? I, I think I think um, the idea of it was we, you know, we're doing the Spider Verse. We need to have a variety of uh, Spideys. Uh, which ones should we use? And they uh, they've picked like who they feel are the most interesting yeah. to, for for this story they were telling. Um, there are many more. I mean, this um, it's worth mentioning that this film Into the Spider Verse has no bearing at all. It's not not. Nothing at all to do with the graphic novel Into the Spider-Verse. It's completely different. Uh, completely different. So if you've read that and you're putting off watching this because you think you've already read it, you haven't. It's a completely different story. Um, but, yeah, I see, the thing with Spider-Noir, when I was introduced to him through that graphic novel you got with Spider-Verse, I really liked him. I really mm. wanted to know. So I went online to buy some, to have a look at the graphic novels of his. And there... I can't afford. I could afford a car before I could afford. Really? <laughs> They're not that expensive, <laughs> but they are like you know, st- stupidly expensive. Stupid. And I hadn't heard of him prior to reading that. So I think it would be really nice to to give him his own film, not a live action, an animated one. Yeah, get Nick Cage back, and uh, to yeah. give more people access. 
yeah, to, to him, yeah. let us know who he is. And maybe that's what they should do. Maybe they should do these individual characters and then bring them back for the Spider-Verse, you know, so that we've got, we're more familiar with them. So that if any of them do die, it do do die, die, die. die. <sighs> that it, it isn't just, oh, there's a spider character that's died. It, it has meaning to it, you know. But yeah. That's good. I, I did. I, I Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. You? Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. There are, as ever, some points that didn't work. Yeah, this has been labelled as the best Spider-Man film ever by a lot of people. Ooh. Yeah, um, I, I very much disagree with them. <laughs> yeah, no, I would disagree, but that's not to take away from it. No, not at all. Um, but no, that's a very high well, the, the thing statement. Is, when I um when I when I'm wandering around the interwebs and I see I see pictures or I see clips of Spider Verse, I'm like, yeah. Then I see a clip or even a photo of Homecoming, and I get so excited. Right. You know, for me, Homecoming is the best Spider Man film we've had so far. Okay. And Tom Holland is, you know, for me, he is Peter Parker Spider Man. Yeah, he works in both. Uh, yeah. In both characters, which is brilliant. Absolutely. Now, as good as some of the characters are, so to be fair, they had some tricky characters to handle. Uh, in Spider Ham and Spider Man Noir. Um, were handled really really well given that one's a cartoon one's completely black and white even um even penny parker didn't didn't upset me no. uh, i thought they handled her where i feel like they didn't do so well maybe this is ultimate spider-man universe you probably tell me it is but i feel like messing right. around with established characters right. um didn't work so well for me so um i love the fact that they kept Peter Parker, uh, Peter Parker, the same to an extent, but they gave him a a, a well written hero to zero uh, story arc yeah. for the time past of what we know of Peter Parker. Um, but I didn't like uh, some of the villains the way that they they were totally different mm-hmm. to how I remember them. Yeah. Scorpion having multiple legs and a big giant green goblin. Um, and and can, at that point, can I mention Despicable Fisk? Despicable, f- yes, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, as soon as Wilson Fisk, the kingpin, came on, all all I could, all I could think was Despicable Me. It, it was just, yeah. it was, it was just. I mean, I had a look at Despicable Me, and he's he's not as big as is it um, Guru, the, the guy on Despicable Me. But I mean, it has that look. It's just, I mean, for, for the work and the effort and the love that has gone into all of the other characters, and for Wilson Fisk just to basically be. A bus, you know, it just, yeah. it, 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 it really, you know, it, 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 I was really disappointed at the character design for, for Kingpin. Yeah. Um, and for me, though, the most jarring part was the Aunt May mm-hmm. Alfred Pennyworth hybrid we got <laughs> yeah. uh, for Aunt May. Um, yeah. It just completely didn't fit. No. Um, but, you know, you're going to win some, lose some. Do you, some. Do you want to explain that? Um, well, essentially, um, oh, there's a couple of scenes. She kicks down a door at one point, all aggressively. This is an old lady. An old lady <laughs> kicking down a door to do something. And in her garden, in the shed, she's got an entire, let's call it a spider cave, um, <laughs> under down the uh, under the shed. Um, and it's just, it, it's like, what? 
You know, yeah. they're not they're not millionaires. No. They're not, and she's not some genius, or she wasn't, as far as I understood. No, her. I, yeah. So it just it just didn't work. And there was a spider bike in there, and oh uh, yeah, the, the spider bike, the, the spider buggy, the spider buggy, all that yeah. stuff. No, no, no. Um, I've got. I also have a couple of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I I disagree. When uh, Peter Parker six one six is training Miles in how to swing, and he says double tap to release. Right. I've I don't think that's right. It's it's a double tap to send out the webbing. I I'll be honest, I've never thought about how he releases it. But I'm sure it's not a double tap. It's a double tap it's a double <laughs> tap to, to, to shoot the web. You're saying it's a double tap to shoot the web simply because he uses two fingers. Well, yeah, no no no, it's not what it is, in order for because when he punches people or he lands, you know, on his hands, right? He doesn't want the web he doesn't to want the web out. to shoot out. So it's a, it's a when he uses his two fingers, they don't push the thing together. It's like one finger then the other finger, like that, flip, you know. Whereas to to if if it's a double tap to release, how does how does it doesn't make sense to me? Yeah. Okay. It's a, proper, it's a double tap. To, detail, maybe it's so. a double tap to send it out, and a do- another double tap to release. Yeah, but I mean, he doesn't say that. He says double tap to release, then shoot again. But how does he shoot? Yeah, right. You I mean, know? when when he's walking on walls and stuff, though, he should be on his fingers rather than the palms of his hands. So if he's on his fingers, but a punching thing is a is a, no, is a th- thing. This 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 is this is you know I it, it's it's part of Spider Law. In all seriousness, it's part of Spider Man Law. He uses it's a double double tap to send out the web. Oh, so, so uh, you this, know. Isn't me, this isn't me. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. This I thought is you fact. said you never thought about it before. Okay. No, I never so thought about how to. Ha- I never thought about how, how to, to release yeah. the webbing. I know how to send the webbing, how to shoot the webbing. Yeah, I know that's. A double I mean, tap. really, what you would think as soon as he takes his fingers off. It cuts the web and he grabs onto the end. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, wouldn't it make? Wouldn't it? I don't know. I mean, wouldn't it make more sense to to still have the web attached while he's swinging on it? He's holding it, but to still have it there, and then it maybe it just gives a flick of the wrist. <laughs> no, no. I think I think I'm, I'm, I I like come off of it. That releases okay, it from well, his wrist, make, and then he grabs it. Yeah, that makes sense. Because then it's just easy to let go of. You don't. Oh, I forgot to double tap and I'm swinging back again. Yeah. Oh, or, there we go. Oh, I've already sent out <laughs> the other one. Now I'm just Spider Man stuck. stuck between two buildings. <laughs> Everyone's <Help>. looking. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so that that was okay. Fine. A bit. A bit. You know. Very tacky. Yeah. Very, but it, it's but important. No. Absolutely. Um. Right now, this is a, this is a, a continuity thing with the story. Okay, I don't know if you picked up on this. Maybe right. not. Um, the Spideys, yeah, mm-hmm. Spider Man, Sp- yeah. Spider Gwen, all the others, they recognise each other through their spider sense. Yeah, right. That's how they know that they're other spider people. Now, Gwen found Miles. Yeah. Before he became Spider Man, before he was ever bitten, she she had already. Become a was pretending to be a, a a school friend. Yeah, how did she know that he was going to become Spider Man? Fair enough. Um, how did she find him in the, in in the, you know? Yeah, because it's on the second time we we find her that Miles' funny webbing and stuff is going off. So he has already met her. Yeah, beforehand. he's already yeah. met her. Yeah. No, I didn't pick up on that. 
So that that's that's a th- how did she? You know, somehow the spider you, sense is a bit psychic. Yeah, I mean, you could argue that you know maybe in her universe, you know, Miles is a Spider-Man as well. Um, and, there and could be something else going on because also remember, everyone, all the Spider-Men came to um, the Ultimate Universe at the same time, except for her, who seems to have come back earlier because her timeline is a little yeah. bit out of sorts with ours so it could be that she in her timeline in her timeline technically he had already become spider-man but she's come back in time a bit no. by the time by the time she goes back in time in her timeline he is <laughs> spider-man but she arrives in our timeline behind that'll work for me I don't know. No, I don't. I, no. <laughs> no, fair enough. There's a bit of a. Uh, they didn't intend that clearly. Uh, so, yeah, good spot. Yeah, it's a, thank you. Yeah, oh. no, I didn't notice. I mean, it's, it's, it's a brilliant film. Honestly, the animation is just is just beautiful. But, yeah, I, uh, I I felt I needed to burst the bubble. At any point watching the film, did you Spider-verse. feel. Yeah, did you feel like the people at the counter, counter had forgotten to give us our. 3D glasses. What like was it blurry? Uh, points for me. The characters never were. What's in the foreground never is. And right. I think because of the artwork they've they've done, sometimes for me I'd look at something in the background and I was like, I just I'm I'd look around at other people in the audience just to make sure they didn't have 3D glasses. I just felt like it was that slightly over two images overlaid on each other. Now they've probably done that artistically, yeah. but I just it it got me every now and then. I'm like, am I in a 3D movie? No, I, I don't. I don't think I did. I mean, maybe they they did that. That could have been an artistic decision in order to make the foreground pop. It, it's to make. It's probably to make you focus on what you need to yeah. be focusing on. Yeah. Um, um, that, that that's probably what it was. Yeah. I I don't think you know. At no point did I think this is supposed to be three dimensional. That's not how I think, but okay. you know, I don't know. The I voice in my was, head doesn't I've heard sound the voice like in that. Your head. I thought this was supposed to be three dimensional. Three dimensional. No, no, three the, dimensional. the voice in my head has my voice. I'm so depressed. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> and now I feel a little bit down. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, other than that, the only thing I would say is, um, and it might be the case for a lot of fat. Well, it will be the case for fans. Um, there's a, I think, it's supposed to be a bit of a twist as to who the prowler is. Um, but you gave it away about four episodes. Ago. I did. Not that I knew this one was coming <laughs> up, but we all know who uh, the prowler yeah. is. So. I was just waiting for that to happen. When they deliver it, like <gasps> it's like it's not it's like, a, <gasps> because yeah. I didn't know. I mean, I was like, "How did I know this?" <laughs> I, I, I knew, I knew, but I was like, "How did I know this?" Sorry. Yeah. So right. Is that is that it for uh, that? That that's it. Overall, great film. You have to see it. Yes, brilliant. Go and see Spider Verse. And that was um, the review corner of Solitude. Um, very quickly, I started watching Titans last night. I know this isn't Marvel. Okay. It's brilliant. But when I watch... I'm not going to go into any great detail, but when I watch TV and films, if there's a clock in the background, my eye immediately goes to that clock. Right. 
Always. Right. This is a, a little thing for you filmmakers Looking out, out for there. continuity errors? Yes. I looked to say, okay, it's hard. literally, I was like, okay, it's, it's half past five, right? Mm-hmm. And next time they cut to him, if it's like seven o'clock, I know that it's taken a long time to film. But it was still on half past five. Yeah. But the problem, now this is where filmmakers need to take note. The problem with this clock, it had a second hand. <laughs> the second hand was not moving. <laughs> no, I was going to say, was it a stopped clock? But yeah. literally, they, it was they literally also the, the, second the, hand. the second hand. So if you're if you're making a film and you've got a clock in the scene and you want you want you stop the clock so that people you know think that you know the continuity is, is continuous. Make sure that there is not a second hand. That's yeah. just because there were there were three hands on this clock, and I was thinking, oh no. That's so, poor, that is. At least pull it over the minute or the yeah, hour. Yeah, hide it the or snap it off or something. But yeah. uh, in, all, in all seriousness, just before we move on, Titans is amazing. I am absolutely loving it. I really am. I, I didn't think, you know, I, I wasn't okay. g- going to give it a go. It's just I was flicking through Netflix yeah. and that was it. I thought, oh, why not? I'm but just you're while really I enjoying it. Yeah, I watched five episodes, I think. Well, that's four, fair. Four you know what? You're, you're usually not disappointed by DC TV series. No, it's just the films. But this this is Warner Brothers and Netflix. It's a Netflix original okay. in association with Warner Brothers, which confuses me because they do Marvel stuff. Yeah, but, but I mean Black Lightning as well. Yeah, if they're willing to pop a bit of money into it, this then I guess they're okay. But I mean, with it's it. still Netflix original. Netflix original Marvels and Netflix original DC. Where's the allegiance? <laughs> Anywho, well, right. uh, the allegiance maybe be maybe shifting anyway because yes. they knew maybe they knew Marvel were doing their own thing. Yeah, so could be, could be, could be. right. So, um, uh, should we go to the news? Yes, news. The news. Okay, um, here's the news! Here's the news. Da da da. Da 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 da. Oh no, we do that later, don't we? Okay, who's first? Um, I have three. Three, I guess. I have three. For definite, at the moment. Yeah, I've got three for definite at the moment. I think we're going to share one. Okay. Possibly. Okay, shall I go first you then? You go Because you went first with no, the other absolutely. one. Nick... Okay. Uh, the Punisher returns to the Netflix for Series 2 on the 18th of January. Now, I've avoided the uh, trailers. Okay. Because I actually want to watch this. Um, but it's interesting that it hasn't been axed. It's the last one standing. Is it actually the last one standing? Of all the others gone. Is Jessica Jones gone? Well, maybe we've not heard that Jessica Jones has gone. I don't know. Maybe they're going to see how... I don't know. Daredevil's definitely gone. Yeah, I mean, Daredevil's... The last series of Daredevil was by far the best, you know, of... I still haven't uh, seen it. I haven't seen Whining Fist or Luke Cage either. They It's just uh, taken up too much time. But just, I, since they've axed them, just watch yeah. Daredevil. Oh, know. right, the others. Well, there's no point. There's no content, there's nowhere, nowhere for them to go. Well, what about Daredevil? <laughs> nowhere for that to go? Or no, do but you it's, feel it's like that good. New? Oh, okay. It's so, that good that, that uh, you know. I mean, it's like what? Uh, what's the point watching that film? There's not going to be a sequel. Watch Daredevil. It's it's it is, you've seen the first two series. It'd be interesting to see whether they even whether Punisher uses characters from. I mean, it only really borrowed characters from Daredevil, didn't it? Um, well, he was introduced in Daredevil, yeah. wasn't he? But um, also, uh, I can't remember her name. Yeah, the was was it the Doctor? 
the nurse? No, no. Um, the 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 uh, blonde lady that helps with the soliciting. Oh, solici- oh yeah, solicitoring. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, um, Paige. Um, what's her name, Paige? It doesn't matter. It's been axed. <laughs> but I wonder whether she would still maybe. I, as I say, I haven't quite got, a big I've, thing in the first I've avoided, I've avoided the uh, the trailer, yeah. so I I don't want spoilers. But okay. yeah. So he's coming back on the 18th of January uh, for Series I'm, 2. I reckon they might be trying quite hard to hold on to him for a while. They should Because the first do. series was good. Yeah, and the thing is, I mean, he, he's, I've seen the picture of, of him and he looks more like Walkie Dead. Uh, what's his Shane. name? Shane, yeah. Okay. He's let his hair grow. Is that it grow? Yeah, to, to how it was in Walkie Dead. Right. It's not like, he doesn't look like a hippie. Right. No. <laughs> Okay, well that'll be interesting. I look yeah. forward to seeing that. Good, I'm pleased. Um, cool. We'll have to find out whether the others have been cancelled. Right. What I'm going to sorry, whether the others have Jessica been... Jones, oh, yeah, really? Right, yeah. That's the only one I can think of that I don't know. Um, I'm going to take you through. This is going to be a bit of a list. I apologise, but it's just some films. Maybe we'll discuss ones that we're bothered about. Okay. A list of films that are coming out, and I'll start with a comic book. Uh, movies. Um, so this year, we are getting the dark. Uh, these are ones that also have trailers out at the moment as well. Um, most of them is how I found them. Anyway, Dark Phoenix uh, for X Men. I could not care less. <laughs> you know what? The character was only introduced in the last movie. We've already had the Dark Phoenix saga in the original X Men movies. I don't need this. Well, was was Dark Phoenix in the last? She was in Last Stand, and you saw hints of her in um, the second movie. It well, was the, always the, the, going the, the that Dark way. Phoenix, the Phoenix, Phoenix Force is is like it's not actually a person; it's an it's an energy. It's, it's oh, right. one of the um, original creations of the universe. Right. Um, yeah, but no. But I, I mean, in terms of Jean Grey and Dark Phoenix, oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. have had it, and I, that's what they're doing again. Yeah, I mean, I I could not care less. Americans could not care less. Americans. Not, not. I could care less because that's the wrong. Message. Oh, I see. I could not care less. Yeah, yeah. So in general, though, speaking to everybody now, I couldn't care less. The New Mutants. This actually looks quite good. This. I thought this was going to come out last year. It's another X Men once in the X Men franchise. It's set up more like a horror. By the looks of the trailer. Was, was this the one that they were doing when Fox still had all the X-Men and they were trying to find a way of um, getting around the fact that they couldn't call them mutants so they're going to do something different or not? No. This is Fox. Oh, this is still Fox? This is Fox. But they don't have the characters anymore, do they? Well, they do because they're releasing Dark Phoenix as well. I thought... I thought that, but Marvel... They're, I thought, they're in the process... Um, they're still in the process of buying Fox. Disney is okay. buying Fox uh, to get rights as well to all those yeah. characters. But Fox is, will still be an entity, I imagine. It's not going to completely disappear. So they will be... And all the money's been pumped into these films already. Yeah. Disney aren't going to take a hit of all that money's gone into that film, so we're not going to reap the rewards. They will want that right. to go ahead because they're going to take on Fox's debts as well as all its mm. good things. So, but, I mean, if I were Disney, bearing in mind the terrible and I, and I, I know this has been said, you know, day in day out, but the continuity issues and everything, mm. 
I the sooner they just cut their losses, the sooner they'll be able to do it properly. Well, interestingly, maybe where they will cut their losses is on Gambit, which was expected Again? this year. Was expected something something of the DC about it. Keeps getting announced, <laughs> never happens. It's got the um, DC. Yeah. Um yeah. Not gonna happen this year. Was supposed to supposed to happen twenty sixteen. It's been going on year on year from that. Is it still um, um what's his name? They keep losing directors. It is still oh his name was in my head and X- it's XL. Gone. Um the the guy. Channing Tatum was Channing it? Channing Tatum, yep, it's still him. Um I mean it never will be him by the looks of things, but yes, it's still him. Um so well, there's also it's also that. got a bit of the Ryan Reynolds about him with what what he needs to do is film a trailer and leak it. You, you know what? I think <laughs> I, yeah, it does feel like that. It's like he really what he wants it made. He loves Gambit, well, but he, he just doesn't it, seem to He get needs it he needs to to get in touch with Ryan Reynolds yeah. and say, Look, man, you know Put me in can a I use your movie. film crew? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, we uh, the Hellboy trailer is out. That's the guy, for the police officer from Stranger he Things. He is amazing. Okay, he see. is so good. Right. Yes. Have you seen I mean, the trailer? No, I, I, I. You'll be avoiding it. Really? Oh, the oh, trailer. Yeah. Yeah. What? Is you you don't bad? watch trailers anymore. Not 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 for films and things that I want to watch. Yeah. No. So Hellboy. And to be honest. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know how he gets his coat on, and that really bothers me. <laughs> Seriously, in all yeah. seriousness, right? I, I'm on board with Talking Fish. I'm on board with all that stuff. That doesn't bother me. But I don't know how he gets his coat on. He's got a, he's got a normal arm, and he's got an arm the size of a small country. How does he get that arm mm. through the sleeve it's just a trench coat well maybe we'll see in the film well i hope so i hope they address it it's the biggest I hope they address issue it. it is it really is um i'm what i'm sitting there watching him in the fight scene or watching him trying to work out something or doing whatever and all i'm thinking is how did he get that on so once it's done i can enjoy the film and it looks like um i wrote down braveheart here i actually <laughs> i actually meant lovejoy is um, playing his... Uh, you can see how I got them mixed up. Um, is actually playing his uh, father, adopted father, in the oh. film as well. Um, hopefully it's going to be nothing like American Gods. Um, uh, that, that's coming back. Yeah, no, it's not uh. Not on my TV. Um, we have uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel, which we know about. That's pretty Yeah, that, that's... Yes. Uh, we have Avengers Endgame. I, I think that's a May. terrible title. I really do. I do, think. Yeah. I think. You know. I mean. I just. I just don't like the title. I. I think. I think it's a bit Doctor Whoy. Not yeah. saying. Not having the go at Doctor Who at all. But for Avengers, yeah. I think there are better titles out there. You know. They. They. They should have. They, Perhaps they should have borrowed from the comic books somewhere or. Yeah. Something, or. Yeah. Or they. They. They could have. You know, Thanos Rising. You know, that that's a Thanos book. But he's resting, it... really, now, isn't he? He's done his job. Yeah, Thanos resting. Thanos resting. <laughs> Thanos, has a, Thanos has a fag. <laughs> um, they're just like, um, you know, just anything, really. I mean, what would have been great, 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 <laughs> the ventriloquism coming out, is like Avengers. Avengers. Avengers, Avengers. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely should have had you on that writing team. Wow. So. Well, what I'm I'm picturing is just a black poster with just, in in relatively small writing, Avengers. Yeah. That's it. 
Right, okie dokie. We... <laughs> and then towards the end of the year, the character we all know is safe, thanks to them announcing their movies, is Spider-Man Homecoming 2. Woo! Not yet got a name, I don't think. Oh, from Long Way, Far From Home. Yes, it does have a name. Uh, so I should have said that. Yeah, Spider Man Homecoming 2. <laughs> He's coming home again. Uh, oh, right, here we go. Ones I'm not so fussed about. We've got Joker um, and yeah. we have uh, Shazam. Shazam uh, looks brilliant. Uh, there were more. Um, uh, I saw a little bit more about it uh, when I went to the pictures the other night. It looks. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. It looks like a different type of film to the other DC yeah. films. I, I, think, which they I, need. Think, I think it's going to be a huge hit. Yeah, I really okay. do. I think um, it's a lot of fun. And superhero, but not comic book, there is also uh, Glass coming out, which is the sequel to Unbreakable and Split. Unbreakable, I haven't seen Split. Well, Unbreakable, I, I like Unbreakable. Split is a very good film. You can borrow it if you want. Um, not hearing good things about Glass so far. No. So we'll see what happens there. Other movies coming out in a year. I'll list these off. Stop me if you care. Um, we've got the... Uh, if, you, if I care. If you care. I care. <laughs> we have uh, live action Aladdin. Uh, we have a Terminator reboot. We what? Have, yeah, a Terminator reboot. Who's? It's not. They're not rebooting Arnie. They're not bringing him back again. They're, no, it's He's a reboot. So all these films we've seen have not been reboots. They've no. been continuing so from who, those original so films. Is it still? Um, what's his face? Um, Christian oh, Bale? No, Titanic Man. Leonardo Chris. DiCaprio. No, the director. You fool. Oh. <laughs> um, James Cameron. James Cameron. Is he? Is he? Oh, I doubt it. So who's who's playing the the, the Terminator? Is it? Is it? Like... James Cameron was never playing the Terminator. No, but he was directing <laughs> it. Who's playing? Who's playing the Terminator? No idea. I have no info. I got oh, a right, list of films. For... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Good research. Um, that, when... There's a list. Oh, I'll put a crossword on this week. Men in Black International, yeah. uh, Lion King live action ish. Is it live action? Can't be live action because that would involve animals. They're doing Lion King CGI. Um, <laughs> Star Wars Episode Nine. It's finally coming to an end. Everyone. No, it won't. Godzilla. Have you, have you heard about um, Jane Jane Urso? She wants to do more films. She Jane wants... Urso. Oh, is this out of Jurassic Park? Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One. Yeah, she she wants she she wants to bring back the character. The dead character? Yeah, I, I queried that, and um, apparently, uh, according to some people, she wants to do prequels. I, I don't understand this thing about doing, um, you know, constantly doing prequels. Just if you, if you if you've got a, if you if you have a trilogy, start from the beginning. You know? Yeah, I, I understand. You know, Star Wars Four needed to start there because of the twist, but. Ordinarily, if you if you have a film that's a hit and you kill off a character, don't then say, yeah, don't. "Oh, let's do prequels." Yeah. You know, because you know it takes away a lot of the uh, the the threat the threat as well. But what you've said that would have been a really interesting way of doing Rogue One if it had been a trilogy. You didn't know if they hadn't announced it's going to lead up to yeah. them getting the that Death Star plan. That would have been a fantastic ending yes. to a trilogy. Yes. Well, they missed their opportunity there. Big didn't time, they? big time. Oh, they just don't think ahead. I wanted to see that. Now, out of all the Star Wars things that have come out, I don't want to see any of them. What you just said there, that would have been worth seeing. I wouldn't have known <laughs> that I wanted to see it. <laughs> oh well. Um, I should be on that writing team. You should. You should. Godzilla. I should do their posters. Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Toy Story Four, 
Don't really? Yeah, really. Uh, it's back. I thought Toy Story was the Four. Last one. Trip to the Antique Roadshow. <laughs> uh, they've, done, they've done everything. I mean, I love Toy Story. I love it. But they've done it. They've, well, done, we'll they've told the story. We'll see whether they've got a. They did bring it to a close. To be fair, he went to New Kids. So, exactly. It was. Yeah. It was a. It was a nice ending. Yeah. We've got. Um, Dumbo, Disney are doing a lot of films. Mm. Uh, so Dumbo, I guess live action ECGI. Uh, the Lego Movie Two, live Sonic action ECGI. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog is getting a movie. Oh no! Have you I seen have, that picture? I have only seen like a poster. It's just a silhouette of Sonic. Is all I've seen. I don't know if it's a mock-up, but yeah, I won't watch it. Is it live action? Yeah, they actually filmed a hedgehog. No. And they rolled it down no. a hill at some bricks. Because the brief that I read was a <laughs> policeman. They got a little hedgehog and they painted it in blue and they built a little wall with with some with some with some boxes of goodies on the other side of it and rolled the hedgehog as hard as they could down the hill at this brick wall. Took them a few attempts, but eventually they got through. A policeman in Hedgehog em- number Emerald, nine, I think it was. Emerald Hills or Green Hills, whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Anyway, there's the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, <laughs> and the only the last one, the one I'm probably most interested because I don't see many good horror films anymore. Oh, I watched it the other day. What did you watch? It. Okay. What 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 is it? It's good. What? So what is? worth a watch if what you want is? to see it. You can borrow it if you want. Borrow what? It. But what what is it? Stephen King's It. What? Um, Child's Play movie coming out. The creepy doll thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll they've, they've changed that. That's a reboot, isn't it? It's, it's, oh, it would have to be a reboot. He's no longer. Um, it used to be. Oh, what? What was it? Um, he was a probably not family friendly. This bit. Do you want to know what his origin? No, no, oh, no. Right. The um, the the box, the, the the manufacturer of the the doll, the Chucky oh, I've doll. I've got no idea. Good guy. He was a good guy doll. Okay. And he's not, they're not. It's not good guys anymore. It's something else that bothers me. Is good guys a real company? No. I was going to say. Yeah. Probably wouldn't want that sort of advertisement. No. That's it. That's that's the that long it? list of of films. Oh, that was a good list. There's a lot coming out this year. There is. You didn't mention Stan and Ollie. It's already up. It is already out. Are we t- we're talking about that on the next episode? Do you want to? Well, I haven't seen well, it. I so mean, if you want to mention it, you can mention it. It's it, up to you. Um, it, very briefly, I won't. Um, I'll, I'll talk about it properly next time. But um, yeah, it, it's a love letter to to Stan and Ollie, um, Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy. It's just brilliant. You know, I can't say any more about it than that without going into lots of detail. It's uh, it's a story about when they came to the UK to do to do a UK tour uh, to try to raise money for a uh, a film that they wanted to do, and it's beautiful. It's so good, and what's really nice about it is they don't sort of um, exaggerate it for for filmic effect. They let the story tell the story, sort That's of cool. thing. And the prosthetic—I mean, Steve Coogan looks like Steve Coogan rather than uh, Stan Laurel. Um, John C- is it John C. Riley um, looks like Oliver Hardy. It's scary how much he looks like, but their their performance is just phenomenal. They they are Laurel and Hardy. I mean, even Steve Coogan's got Stan Laurel's little hand movements, his little mannerisms, down to a T. I mean, just perfect, absolutely perfect. And it's just if if you're looking for a film to watch and you're not sure, go and watch Stan and Ollie because it's just a beautiful film. 
Okay, next bit of news. Um, Stranger Things. Oh. Uh, Stranger Things returns to the Netflix for Series 3 on the 4th of July. So we've got a bit of a wait. Yeah, but it's been announced. No, that's cool. It's just coming up this year. This yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. Um, what, any idea on what they're doing story-wise? Um, I believe that it's going to be 1989 uh, when it's set. Right. Because it's set in the eighties, isn't it? Yeah. So obviously the the actors are getting older. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're really doing story wise, but my guess is that this may be the last one. I sort of hope it is because part of the charm of it is that they were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I, I don't want them to to do a series uh, a series five uh, sorry a series four with new actors because it will take away what, what was special Except about it. Except that they produce something good and yeah. leave it, not try and yeah. keep it yeah, going. Yeah, I think they should... What what might... I mean, I, I don't know whether they should round it up. You know, maybe they should end it where they all just die or something. Oh. I don't know, but it should have an ending. You yeah. Know, at, at the end of Series 3. Because I don't want to see a load of 15-year-olds, you know, doing what they were doing when they were 10. Yeah. You know, that's that's not... Well, I mean, they're probably going to be 15 in this one, to be honest. I don't know. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I'm looking forward to it because Stranger Things was... You know, Series 1 was quite good. Series 2 was amazing. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Did you watch it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I, I, I think I preferred Series 1. The thing that made it for me in Series 2 is that kid comes into his own, the funny kid. Yeah. Um, He's brilliant. Um, But the... the Getting the pet thing kind of lost me. I yeah, like no, I, I understand that. I understand that. Um, right, my next bit of news: uh, China has landed on the far side of the moon, <sighs> or have they? Um, <laughs> you see, the thing is, following our go. conversation from last time, I don't think they could have possibly. Landed on the moon. Okay. Last time, our conversation, we, we had a, a long debate. If you haven't uh, heard our three-hour Christmas special, uh, we spent two hours debating whether or not man had actually landed on the moon, which obviously they, have. they haven't. They have. Not. Anyway. They have not. So, yeah, go on. The trouble on. is, and the, so the lander and the rover have taken a photo of each other. Right. Which is awesome, if it was real. Uh, but you'll notice under the lander... There is no blast crater from where it landed. There is no sediment that has come back down on top of the feet. Right. There are no stars in the sky. Well, no, I mean, the stars in the sky is understandable well, with light pollution. Well, let me put this to you, David. The sunlight, right, you can see the sunlight is coming from uh, behind the rover. The front of the rover's lit up. You can see the detail. Right, so, so they probably haven't then. It's just all faked. It's more fake. Well, I mean, that, that's... Yeah, okay. Well, you said it, not me. Um, if you are like a believer... this China. Uh, uh, you can take a look on the BBC uh, website to... News website to see uh, the picture that I just uh, described to you there. Um, and... I've just seen a picture of Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Um... And also, there's quite a cool video out there. I had to, I had to go to like the Irish Telegraph or something to find it. 
Um, but you can see uh, the it's a view from the lander as it's coming down to land mm. on the moon. I don't know whether it's a series of pictures that's snippeted together or actual video, right. but it's kind of cool. You see it stop and hover for a moment and go down and down. You think it's getting close to the surface, yeah. and then this little pebble that you think you see, as it gets closer, actually becomes a crater. And okay. what you saw as craters before are blimmin' huge craters. Right. It's very, uh, very cool. Yeah, you see, I mean, let's let's assume for a second... Um, that they have actually landed on the far side of yep. the moon. This, uh, that would actually support the fact, my argument, that man has not been to the moon. Why because is that? This, well, this is China. Mm-hmm. China is on its way to becoming the superpower of the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, first of all, it would have been far easier, and they'd have had just as much... Um, Glory if they just landed on the normal side. The no, they wouldn't. Because no one, no, no, right? But they didn't. No, land no not right. Why, no one has on. landed on well, the far on. side of the moon why, before. Why didn't they? Why didn't they um, land on that side of the moon? Because then they'd say, you know, America would be proven to have. Why? Been, why would China have a problem with doing that? Right. Why would China not want to prove that? Because they don't want to make things worse. Now, <laughs> make what worse? The other thing is. <laughs> They've sent, they've sent things. They've sent this. The, they've landed on the far side of yeah. the moon. If they were going to land on the far side of the moon, surely it would have been easier, and you know, financially cheaper to have had a manned rocket Ooh. go up there, where they could manually land the thing instead of having like having the signal bouncing off satellites. No. And the time delay. No, far yeah. far easier for. I'm glad you agree. For uh, and cheaper for robots to land on the moon because you don't need life support and all of that. You haven't got the threat of you can but take shortcuts. But you've got to send up an extra satellite. Um, yeah, at least one. They extra have, satellite. but it's also it's also. But you'd have to. And you, there's a time delay. If you didn't do that, so let's say you didn't send up the satellite and you landed people on the far side of the moon, if anything mm-hmm. goes wrong, they can't report that it's gone well. They can't report that they're on their way back until, because there's no satellite there to relay the signal. So well, they're going to have to send all, a satellite anyway. If you're going to the moon, let's just pretend that you're going to the moon and something's gone wrong. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot anyone can do anyway other than say, no, that's not that's not true. Apollo thirteen were on their way to the moon. Well, no, it, they weren't. It went, they were on their way to the desert. It went wrong, and they were able to do an awful lot about that with communication with NASA. So, In the right, so Apollo thirteen didn't even happen. Now they didn't go to the moon. Wow. Okay. Ha. Huh. I, 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 that's that's fine. Um, it's just fine. Good. It's okay. Fine. Um, is that your news thing finished? I want to put one more thing to you about this China mission. Okay. Right? I'm going to show you. I'll put these images on the website. Will you? Because here, we say this a lot, and I it do. never happens. No, that's not true. The moon the stuff does go on when we discuss like moon objects and things. Okay. Did Did on. you put the uh, your pictures on last time? What pictures? Uh, the The shadows that you were showing me as evidence no. of. Oh, okay. Because right. you said you would. Here is the Chinese. Yep. Um, that's their insignia. Right. What does that remind you of? That That is the Enterprise insignia. It is. What about the bit around the uh, Enterprise insignia? Remind that, you of that, anything? Uh, um, I, I want to say the... Um, is it the United Federation of Planets? 
I am now showing you the United Federation <laughs> of Planets in, Insignia and oh, the Federation Insignia. That is phenomenal. They have literally crossed the two <laughs> and said, yep, that'll be us, our Insignia. Or are go. they the basis of Starfleet and the United Federation of Planets? There you go. All they need is the Vulcans to visit now. But yeah, no, that that is... This needs to go online. <laughs> I saw I saw the image a, in their I, photos. I'm like, that looks familiar. What, what do the Chinese call their space people? Uh, I don't know. Well, whatever they are, I want to be one. <laughs> Just so that I can wear that badge. Oh, that is amazing. I mean, that that is that 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 yes. That's and the thing is, it's actually very similar to the next generation Enterprise badge in particular. Yeah, with um, the uh, oh okay, with the oval. I might. Uh, oh yeah, but I mean the ovals are, are kind of pictured yeah, as the circles. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I, agree, I might agree. even pop that on the Facebook group. Um, yes. and maybe pop it. It'd in, be good uh, if you did something. A couple of other uh, places. You don't do much. That's nice. Get on with your next news item. Next news. Okay, the new Masters of the Universe film has taken a step forward again. It is now set to be written by Art Markham and Matt Holloway. Do you know who they are? I don't. Oh, you should. Tell me. They are the writers of, among other things, probably most important, possibly the most important film in cinematic, uh, in modern cinematic history. Iron Man, oh. the film that kick-started, and I will argue that this is the film that kick-started the MCU. It is the film that kick-started the MCU. Well, some people say the Hulk. No, because... Didn't they come first? No, one of them came first, not the Edward Norton one, but that's right. not part of the MCU. Okay, then then, then I'm right, aren't I? Yeah. I'm right I mean, to argue that. Well, I win no that one. one. Ten points you. today. Well, no, because no one's arguing against you. Um, so, yeah, so that's that's all set to happen. Um, I'm hoping that they uh, stick true to the original He-Man mythos and they don't try to reinvent it Dolph Lundgren style I'm not taking anything away from it. It wasn't his fault. You know, I'd quite it, like to see that film again. It's been a long well, time. Well, enjoy it. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, you know, it, it wasn't really He Man. Yeah, you know, he didn't look like He Man. I mean, he he looked like He Man, but he had the wrong outfit and every everything was wrong. Fair enough. You could, well, you've, I mean, if they, if they didn't call film. it Masters of the Universe, you wouldn't have thought this is a He Man film. Okay, I'll tell you Skeletor what. Skeletor was in it. It was in it. Uh, what the? I can give you a rough idea of what the storyline for this is going to sure. be. Or yeah, no, do it. Okie dokie. Um, the uh, king is it King Landor, or is that Star Wars? He 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 man's dad, yeah. and um, is an ancestor of the Grey Skulls, and um, he man has a brother. I I haven't written this down. I'm trying to remember it. <laughs> he man has a brother, uh, who um. Turned out to be Skeletor. I can't. Oh, yeah, basically. Spoiler. Basically, well, it's on the it's on the thing, you know. Um, on the it, thing. It turns out that um, the king has to make a decision, and uh, He Man's brother, he, uh, Prince Adam, is weak and everything, and his brother is the heir to the throne, his older brother, and the king decides to put the people before his son, and makes a decision which uh, the son doesn't like. And so the son leaves. Right. And um, he decides uh, one thing leads to another and he becomes Skeletor somehow. And 
over you know somehow prince adam you know will become he-man cool am i selling it (laughs) (laughs) i haven't i as i say i should have written it down but i i honestly thought i won't need to mention it so there you go i did in Uh, future i'll write everything down that's 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 how many notes you're hearing that's lots of notes so um my last news story uh we all know about it but it happened since the last episode new horizons has sent a snap of ultima thule uh it's an asteroid ultimate julie thule so julie when thule. i see it written down i want to say thule okay but it's thule pronounced okay. thule um yeah, uh, it's it's an asteroid. It's actually two uh, asteroids that have come together in the Cooper Belt very, very, very slowly. In in a in the what? The Cooper Belt. The Cooper Belt. The not the Kuiper Belt. Kuiper Belt. Yeah, I was seeing it spelt in my head, and I was saying it how I would say it again. That's Kuiper no Belt. Good, Thank you it? for correcting me there. You're welcome. Uh, Mario's not out there. With, uh, anyway, um, so in the uh, that's not Mario. No, it's not uh, in the Kuiper Belt. This bit's gone well. Um, these two asteroids very, very, very slowly came together and they've actually made like this snowman shape, one sitting on top of the other. Um, and yeah, the New Horizons going past it at phenomenal speeds has managed to point at it and take a picture as it flew past. Uh, it's only like 20 miles uh, combined uh, wide, this asteroid okay. or asteroids. So no, very cool. Um, I'm hoping for better pictures because I was expecting pictures like what we saw of Pluto, right. which were mm. insanely detailed. But it was Pluto's much bigger. Uh, it took longer to get past Pluto. Right. Um, I think it might have got. I think got closer to the asteroid, but that it just means it's going past much Faster. much quicker. Yeah. Um, so maybe we've already seen the best photo we'll get. Okay. But it's going to take a long time to send all the information back. I think it's 2021. Will be by the wow. time we end getting. So when did when did it um, start sending this stuff back? Um, it was New Year's. So day was it or Christmas day? Uh, how how, how long? I mean, did you know how long it takes for the actual uh, time wise for the image to get from where from there to here? Is it like a year or? Um, well, it can't be that long because we've already had one image. Right. Um. I, I think it took about a yeah, day. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we got the image on New Year, but it actually got there Oh, no, it got year. their New Year. Okay. Um, it took one or two days for them to release a photo. Uh, it takes, I believe, it is six or so hours for a signal from it to reach us. That's right. how far away it is. Okay. Um, and also... So what are we waiting for 2021 for? It, the amount of data it's recorded. So it sent back one photo, but... Because the further out it gets, the the um, thinner its bandwidth is. Yeah. Uh, so it can only send us now uh, data bytes at a time, right. rather than megabytes or right. um, gigabytes. Yeah. Uh, and it's absolutely and loaded. terabytes. Yeah, and terabytes. And like more. Tetrabytes, maybe? Perabytes. I don't know. Anyway, the further out it... Um, it gets the slimmer its bandwidth gets, yeah. so the less information it can send us within a given time period. So they're combating against that because it is going ridiculously far out now. Right. Okay. But it will never catch up with the Voyagers because it was never they're, going. They're, Voyager is it Voyager two? It's gone interstellar. What they're calling interstellar, yeah. 
so they describe Interstellar as outside the Oort cloud, right. uh, which is where the sun's radiation mm-hmm. uh, stops creating a barrier. But actually, things can still be in orbit of the sun out there. Right. So really, it's it's still within right. our sun's influence. But there, there, there needs to be a line. Exactly, and that's yeah. where they've drawn the line. Very good, good. Is that it? That is it. And that was the news. Right, we are now an hour and a half in. Okay. Um, I, I have. Eh? Not bad for us. We've got to find another hour and a half. Well, this is it. I've got my um, Stan Lee um, summary. Okay. I wasn't sure I was going to do it, but we're an hour and a half. How do you feel? I can do it. You can do it. How long is it going to take? Yeah, it's two pages. It is two pages. Okay, stop me if you if I say anything interesting. Put okay. Good. Okie dokie. So Stan Lee, uh, this is a little uh, little brief summary uh, about Stan Lee, who um, basically was the, uh, the 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 Mr. Marvel, really. Um, Stan Lee was born on the twenty second of December, nineteen twenty two, and died on the twelfth of November, twenty eighteen. There is more. <laughs> he had several jobs, in, uh, including a cinema usher and obituary writer at a local newspaper before his uncle, Robbie Solomon, gave him a job as Jack the King Kirby's assistant at Timely Comics. In 1941, Stan was given the opportunity to create his own story for Captain America. He wrote, Captain America foils the traitor's revenge. Off the back of this, he was asked to create his own superhero and write the story featuring them. He created the Destroyer. In ni- if you if you want to chime in, if you've got any questions, feel free. Okay, well, I'm enjoying just, it. Oh, good. In 1942, Stan Lee signed up to join the army, and due to his writing credentials, he was recruited as a playwright. In this role, he wrote army training manuals and instructional films. After the war, most comics were aimed at children, using words of as few syllables as possible, very, very basic structure and no real depth to the stories. Stan wasn't very happy. By the time the 1950s rolled around, timely comics had branched more into horror and detective stories and Stan was by now feeling completely unfulfilled and wanted to quit the comics industry. 1958, and Timely was all but finished. As a last-ditch effort to save the company... Stan was paired up with Jack the King Kirby and told to create a super team to rival the Justice League of America. The Fantastic Four was born. Stan decided to take this opportunity to aim his stories at an older audience. Instead of kids under 12, he was aiming at teenagers, using more adult themes and a more interesting language. In 1961, the brand Timely was officially changed to Marvel and due to time constraints, Stan Lee, Jack the King Kirby and Steve Ditko created the Marvel Method for creating comics. The creative team had a meeting where the writer outlines the story to the artist. They briefly outline the story describing any specific artwork they definitely need included, but otherwise the artist has complete freedom. The writer then creates the dialogue and text based on the art. That's really cool. So they would basically get a, a comic without speech bubbles. Yes. And they would say... This is this is the thing, one of the things about Marvel over DC. Um, Marvel let the pictures tell the story. You yeah. Know? Whereas DC, you've got the, the script and then they draw to the... So the, uh, they're more reliant on the words. Yeah. Whereas Marvel, the if you take the, the uh, dialogue away, you can 
see what's going on just That's by cool. looking at the pictures. It's brilliant. Um, in 1962, they created the Hulk, Thor, and Spider-Man. 1963 was Iron Man and the X-Men. And 1966 was Black Panther. In 1971, Stan was approached by the Department of Health, Education and Welfare to write an anti-drug story. This came to be Amazing Spider-Man issue 96. However, when it was presented to the CCA uh, for their seal of approval, the Comics Code Authority, for their seal of approval, it was turned down because it involved drug use. It didn't matter that it was an anti-drug story. It had drugs and that was that. So Stan approached his publisher, Martin Goodman, for permission to publish it anywho, without the CCA seal. Goodman agreed, and when other comic companies saw that Marvel had the courage to go without the seal, they all decided to do likewise. The CCA, the Comic Code Authority, was disbanded in 2011. The last comic to use it was Archie Comics. As time passed, Stan saw the lay of the land, and convinced his bosses to allow him to move to LA in order to get Marvel characters on TV. In the meantime, more and more writers were taken on by Marvel, and the writing got grittier and grittier. This was then where... Uh, this, this, is, this was then... No, this was when... <laughs> this was when we were given one of the absolutely hugest storylines in all of comicdom. What do you think it might be? Oh, I... Uh... Uh, Civil War? No. I don't know. The death of Gwen Stacy. Uh. Stan's cameos began in the 1980s with narrating on the Incredible Hulk live action series and Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends cartoon series. His first proper cameo, when do you think that might have been? An actual cameo uh, in a movie. Well, yeah, I mean live action. Live cameo. action Hulk. TV series? When? Did you, oh, uh, 70s? Um, you're wrong and you're wrong. His first proper cameo was in 1989 in the TV film The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Was that 89? I thought that was yep. in the 70s. He, uh, he played a juror. Having less and less to do with the comic side of Marvel, Stan created two companies, his first being the Stanley Media Company, which focused on digital media, and the second being... POW Entertainment. That's POW. I've got my pop fil- my pop filter on. POW. POW. No. Uh, POW. POW. <laughs> no, no, you, you, did, you did well. I was Whatever. POW Entertainment. Producing books, TV, films, etc. POW. POW. Stands for Purveyors of Wonder. And is still in operation today. Stan has won several awards for his contributions to culture... And in 2017, he and Jack the King Kirby, posthumously, obviously, were inducted into the Disney Legends Hall of Fame. And Stan died on the 12th of November, 2018. That's nice. Yeah. There's um, that Gwen Stacy, death of Gwen Stacy, Mm -hmm. caused quite a stir, apparently. Yeah. Um, And he kept being asked, um, why'd you kill her off? Why'd you kill her off? So he told... Um, the writers, right, I don't care how you do it, you're going to have to bring Gwen Stacy back because this is all that's happening. Uh, so they brought her back. Uh, they brought back a clone of her, mm-hmm. which was the beginning of the clone saga. Yes, it was. Killing Gwen Stacy had big 
consequences for Marvel. Because that did not go particularly well. You know, I I quite like I sort of like the Clone Saga. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just I just I think it's in, interesting how you know you think it's finished and then years later it comes back and it and it throws everything in the air and I I like that you know I yeah. know I know I'm in the minority you know but there you go. Also, when did um, because Timely became Atlas Comics at some point? I, I think t- Timely was the overarching publishing right, okay. company, and they had um, like um, a comic company because Marvel Comics w- did already exist. Right. Like, oh, okay. Marvel as a comic existed, and Atlas Comics, and then um, eventually, um, when Stan became you know was in charge, um, the Timely brand, the Timely name was dropped yeah, in yeah. F- and marvel okay became the uh yeah cool i mean if, if anyone out there knows different please get in touch correct us that'd be great honest but um no yeah let, but i i believe you know that's that's that's, that's, it... that's cool i just i just saw the name atlas out there at some point yeah how it fit in yeah um but no the marvel at, methods... at the time of the um the cca it right. was when that first came out i think it was atlas cool i think I think I might be lying. The, the Marvel method stuff is the most interesting yeah. thing because it, it literally, because he was having to do a lot of the story yeah. writing himself, it was to save time to effect. Also, it's from the Marvel method that you got stories that were spanning uh, multiple issues rather than um, one comic. So rather than the comic having a single story at a time, because right. that was taking up a lot of his time as well, yeah. having to come up with stories for every character for every week, he got. Um, okay. Stories that span multiple. I didn't issues. know Marvel came up with the, the the idea of a running story. I think it. I don't know whether they come up with that idea, but it's something he introduced. Right. Stanley introduced so that he didn't have to come up with cool. an idea That's every cool. week. See, I, I when I first heard about the Marvel method, I thought it was like it say to the, let the artists do what they wanted, and then it'd come up with a story based on the artwork. And I thought, how did they? How can that work? Yeah. It was only when I was researching this that I realised that you know that yeah, it actually you know that they would summarise it, and it's it's stupid that I didn't. Well, you know. it's also it's nice though because there's a lot of trust in the artists yeah. as well. It does highlight the fact, as you said, that a lot of the story is following the artwork. Yeah. It's not just the narrative. In fact, there's very little direction in Marvel comics, uh-huh. whereas, as you say, you read it, the only DC stuff I've seen, there's a lot of yellow boxes yes. telling you what's going on. There, so, okay. I remember going to take my car for an MOT years ago, and I, I, when, my van, when my car used to get to MOT, I used to sit in the library and uh, just read graphic novels. And there was a Bat... Uh, was either, I think it was Batgirl... It was either Batgirl or Bat Family, and this particular panel had a picture of Batgirl standing on on top of a building, and literally text boxes all around her. You know, now the thing with Marvel, you know, D- DC have uh, got a saying, for example, "Oh, I don't know what to do." Blah, blah, blah. Whereas Marvel would show that, yeah, show that she doesn't know what to do and have minimal speed, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it must have saved a lot of time. It must have been scary not knowing what you were going to get. I mean, uh, Silver Surfer was created. I think I think Jack Kirby created mm-hmm. Silver Surfer because he, he just thought, you know, that this uh, Galactus should have a herald. Um, so he went to Stan Lee and said, "Look, is it right if I come up if I create this new character? I don't know what to call him. 
He said, well, describe him to me. So he did. He said, oh, he's a silver surfer. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like the Punisher. One of the artists created the Punisher, who was supposed to be a one-off mm-hmm. character, um, a one-off baddie. And he said, I don't know what to call him. And Stan said, well, what does he do? He said, well, he, he punishes people for, la, la, well, there's, your, there's your name. He's a Punisher. You know? Yeah. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Awesome. It's so. Simple. Have you got any, anything else? No, that was sure? pretty much it, yeah. Brilliant, excellent. Well, we're shorter than last episode. Yay! Uh, do you want to do the links? Oh, uh, no. Let's do the links. Okay, uh, blessed geeks, if you want to uh, follow us, um, what should we do? Yeah, follow us on Twitter. At blessed underscore geeks. If you want to follow us on Instagrams. Search for blessed geeks. We've always said that. <laughs> Oh, if you want to um, like our Facebook page, fb.me forward slash Blessed Geeks. That's a little song you've got going on over there. And if you want to visit our website, www.blessedgeeks.uk. No co. No co. No co. And uh, you know, get in touch with us. Contact us uh, via all these means. Um, oh, if you... We're available on the iTunes and on Podbean and I assume any other. No, Podbean and iTunes. Just those two. Okay. <laughs> and the website. You can get us from the website. On the website. It's on, you can it's download. All up there, yeah. Cool. Okay. Is that it then? That's it. Right. I, I feel like we're forgetting something. Mm. But I, I mean, uh, we've gone through everything on here. Yeah? I'm pretty sure. Okay, dokie. Well, um,. I guess that's it then. All right, All right then. Uh, bye have bye. a good I'll see you later. Excelsior! Bye. Say Excelsior. 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 Excelsior.